We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Hey, fellas! We ain't gonna ever back down from nobody! I don't care who it is! This is a brotherhood! And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied! One of us go down, we have another, and another, and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them, bang them, bang them. Somebody, light me up. It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we're a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and it is Turf District Tuesdays. Thank you for joining us if you've joined us on YouTube Live. Thank you very much. And don't forget to add some questions into the chat down below, uh, because we have an amazing guest that will have lots of stories to tell us this evening. So throw in some questions, and we'll throw some of them his way. Uh, if you're joining us and downloaded the podcast, thank you so much. And if you joined us on Edmonton Sports Talk Radio, thank you very much for listening and, uh, and joining us again, because uh, I know we've had a couple of weeks off, and we're back to talk all things Grey Cup and things that have been going on in the last couple of weeks. Uh, before we get to, too far into it, let's bring in the regular gang. Here they are. There they are. One super fan, Mike. There's the like and subscribe. And one Commissioner Kayla. Greetings. How are you both? Mike, it's like I've never talked to you. What's going it's on? It's been forever. <laughs> no, what's going on, man? Oh, not much. Well, I mean, lots, but not much football-wise. So... <laughs> You know, well, to... you know, it was weird because you know, weird. Kayla and I are are at the Grey Cup. Yes, Kayla, what's the most? What's the question that you got the most at Grey Cup? Uh, I got a, a non-personal question. Yeah, what's the <laughs> yeah? What's the what's the main oh question? My. That, yeah. Oh my! Yeah. Question. Um, mostly just comments about the name change, and I'm just like, okay. go away. Yeah, so the most frequent question that I got is, where's Mike? <laughs> oh, that too, sorry. sorry. You got time. that more than I did, yes. Yeah, yeah, we'd be, Kayla and I would walk in, well, where's Mike? <laughs> okay, so we missed you, man. Oh, um, well, thank you. Uh, I, what did you do for Grey Cup Sunday? Uh, watched it on TV, like so many others. Um, oh, like more this year than last year, so that was good. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just had some people over and, and had lots of food, had way too much food. Uh, watched the game, had a few beverages, and yeah, cheered uh, till we were hoarse at the end of the game. Excellent. Great <laughs> excellent. game. It was an excellent really game, and we game. have so much exciting things to talk about. We do. Uh, Kayla, you have recovered fully from uh, from the trip? Let me tell you something. I have perfected <laughs> Grey Cup and beverages to a T. Not one hangover, and I rode my beautiful buzz all weekend. Yeah, you. it was I'm telling you I'll give you lessons next year. It, it was, was great. It was really good. The only time that uh, 
I got carried away was at uh, the Spirit of Edmonton breakfast, uh, mostly due to our no. dad. But, uh, well, probably myself. But uh, Can't you know. witness. Correct, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can confirm from Kayla. All right. Let's bring in our guest because he has yes. lots of fun things to talk to us. Uh, for the first time ever, we have one of the members of the Grey Cup Fun Police on our show. Uh, welcome to the show, Officer Jeff. How are you? I am well. Thank you very much, and thank you for uh, so much for having me. This is awesome. Yes, we're we're very glad you're here. And now you're wearing the proper colors as the Grey Cup Fun Police. Very nice, very nice. We love it. Uh, now this this Grey Cup. There's so much more to talk about, um, and I want to get into the game part. But give us the highlight for you with the festivals and parties and all those types of things. The for us, um, yeah, with without a doubt, the highlight of our Grey Cup is the spirit of Edmonton breakfast. Yeah, um, that that is, um, we uh, we told uh, we told Jerry with a spirit that that uh, he asked if we'd ever come. This was uh, last year, so our first one was last year in Regina, and he asked if we had ever come to one before. Um, no, full disclosure, we're not we're not huge drinkers. So we were just yeah. like, yeah, and, and let's be honest, the, the 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 highlight of the Spirit of Edmonton breakfast is the star of the of the show is sluice juice. <laughs> Correct. And so we're so we're just like, oh man, you know, it's it's an early morning to get up to not drink a whole bunch. So yeah, we've never come. And and Jerry's just like, Well, I'd really like you guys to come and just do your do your thing and do what you do. And we're just like, if you want us there, we'd be more than happy to be there. Um and and now Jerry's going to have to get he's going to have to get security to keep us out and keep us away now <laughs> because we will we will be there every year and we have so much fun doing what we do and playing it up and having fun with the crowd and serving sluice juice and escorting the gray cup out of the kitchen and uh so and, awesome. and all of the amazing things that that come with the uh the spirit and I've, I've said this to so many people before that if, you, if you've never been to a gray cup festival you have to go and if you only go to one event go to the spirit of Edmonton breakfast because it is the greatest breakfast you will never remember. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I know when you guys were there and, and actually bringing out the sluice juice, all I was thinking was, so well, that's the star of the show as you bring it out. But in about an hour, there'll be other stars of the show. Just oh. wait. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were talking in the back and I'd mentioned it, and I've, I've never seen so many people so close to being four licking drunk at nine 30 in the morning. <laughs> But it's because sluice juice is a delicious and b potent. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, it, it it makes it it makes it so much more fun, right? Yeah, it, it is. And then and then everything else um, with with Grey Cup, the you know the the team parties and and the festival and and everything about it. And and, and again, I've said this to to many people. Um, the game is really if you take Grey Cup Festival and put an exclamation point at the end of it, that's what the game is. The exclamation points. Because Grey Cup Festival is is so much more. I was actually because we always get into town wherever Grey Cup is. We always arrive on the Wednesday, and and I was shocked of how many people arrived on Tuesday. It's just like so. You know, we were talking. You know, we might have to up our game, boys, and start showing up on Tuesday for, for Grey Cup. But there's always kind of an informal get together on the Wednesday, and then and then again with Spirit of Edmonton Thursday. That's it. Doesn't matter where Grey Cup is. Spirit of Edmonton on Thursday night is is a must. Um, and then after that, it's, it's, uh, you know, the Friday's kind of wherever and the Saturday's kind of, kind of wherever, but it's just, yeah, everything about it is just, it's so much fun. You guys did exceptional, by the way. Oh, I agree. That yeah. juice, Exceptional. We, uh, we aim to please. Well, and 
Kayla has hers on. This is an early hoard and tell, but oh, I was pretty happy to get one of those. <gasps> oh, Let me tell that. you, that's a that's a beauty right there. I felt like ooh, I'm I feel like I'm part of a special club. So you those those, uh, those were yeah, those were a bit of a hot commodity this year. We uh, sure are. Um, that was Officer Dave's doing to get those those made up. Um, and I, I forget what the number is. We had a we between the four of us, we had uh, a limit of five per night that each of us could give away. So there wasn't there wasn't that many that were that were made up. Um, and of course, we had we had a lot of people just you know just wanting one, but we were we were pretty selective on on who we gave them out to because we wanted to uh, you know make sure that people got it that were you know friends friends of the fun police, uh, people that have that have earned our admiration uh, as much as as uh, sometimes we feel that that we get and people that that you know i guess you could say earned it in the sense that they that they're they're true fans of the game of the league and of and of great cup awesome. oh my god like i'm emotional exactly <laughs> yeah so are- so when, when we talked when we talked about how people had to get them and they said well you got to earn them uh, and that was kind of the things that we wanted is we wanted to make sure that that people um that that love the game as much as we do, are people that we wanted to that 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 are in in our eyes worthy to represent the Grey Cup Fun Police brand. Ooh, that's awesome. so great. Yeah, so glad Brazilian Ty was in there. He'd have a different idea of how to earn it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, there was some eyebrows raised when we said, "You got it." Well, how do I got to earn it? It's not what you think. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be a fan. That's it. Um, yeah. So let's go back to the beginning. We always love when we have people on, especially for the first time, finding out a little about them and their history with football. So how did you get into football and, and become a fan of our, our league and our sport? I, uh, I'm i a sports fan, like period. Like I, I um, you know, hockey, football, baseball, uh, not a big basketball fan, but I've, I've just, uh, you know, I played sports all my life growing up um, and I've just always been a big uh, sports fan. Um, and uh, I, I love them. I love to play them. I love to watch them. Uh, everything about it. And I just, I just love the beauty of sports, uh, of playing it and, and watching it, especially team sports, because it's there's something about a team sport. Um, and it's kind of funny. I mean, like I never played at a very high level, but the experience for most is all the same. And it's kind of funny when you hear people talk about when they're retired, the thing that they miss the most is is kind of that 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 brother or sisterhood in the locker room. Sure. And and that's the biggest thing is just being part of a of a group of, of uh, you know, kind of a, of a family that you're going to, you know, compete and, and you're, you're kind of, um, you know, going to war is probably the wrong word, but, but you're going to battle, um, you know, week in or week out or game in or game out and stuff like that. And just that camaraderie and that kind of brotherhood and sisterhood that it builds. It's that's, that's, it's always why I've been, I've loved sports and football really is the ultimate team sport without a doubt. It is the ultimate team sport. Because you could have, you know, the greatest QB in the league, but if you got a crappy O lineman, it doesn't matter. You know, you could have, you know, a great QB and and horrible receiver, it doesn't matter. Like there's so many different things that all have to happen at the same time. Um, that that football is just I, I love watching it. It's just yeah, just love it. I, I need to put an asterisk beside your I don't really like basketball because we're gonna say yet, because now I sent a field trip <laughs> of the CBL. That needs to happen next year, and then we'll get you into basketball. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. I should say, but it's, it's. I wouldn't put it in, in, in the top tier. I guess you could say. That's I mean, yeah. Completely fair. I was there too, and um, I actually have a, a ball right there from the CBL. So we'll get you on board in no time. All right. Don't worry yeah. about it. But 
Uh, so originally you were representing the Red Blacks. Um, yep. Now you've crossed over to um, the, well, I guess we both kind of suck this year, but um, <laughs> the better team, I guess. Uh, so how did that all go down? And also, when did you join the Fun Police? So well, so here's the history of the Fun Police. It was started by Officer Dave, who is the, who is the router guy. Uh, and, and Dave has been to 20-some Grey Cups. Wow. And so the the first handful that he went to, it kind of looked around, and and there's people that had a had a shtick, you know. There's the there's the you know the Blues Brothers, and there's mm -hmm. the uh, the Polar Bears, and there's all these kind of these different groups. And Dave's a very creative guy, and and thought, man, it'd be fun if if you know I could have a shtick or something like that, and came up with this idea of the Fun Police. So the first year they just went to like a Halloween store and got, and this is the only time you're gonna ever hear me reference these costumes. <laughs> <laughs> went and got some cheap Halloween costumes. Um, uh, and they wore those. And then the next year, Dave like took it from zero to a hundred in 4.2 seconds <laughs> because he, they, they got the uniforms, which is what they are properly called by the way, um, with, with the patches and everything like that. It's kind of funny. You can, the, the evolution of the helmets as well too. It's funny. You can look at the pictures and they can, they can pick the year of where it was from, from the, from the, uh, from the headgear. Cause the, the first year it was just like ball caps with they mounted lights in them and then and then the hard hats came but they had these massive white things on them that by the end of the night their necks were like, like and then there was one that had like a light bar on them to the ones that we have now which are the more the more the more sleek ones um so so the first year was just these cheap costumes that they got from the halloween store the second year was the full-fledged uniforms that 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 we put a lot of detail and it's it's a little embarrassing to say how much money and, and <laughs> detail that we spend on those things Judge because <laughs> it's it's to be honest with you it's probably six seven hundred dollars that i'm wearing when yeah. we're when we're wow. out when we're, we're putting those things on uh, so a lot of thought a lot of detail goes into it so it was uh so for the longest time it was just uh it was officer corey and dave so uh, riders and and uh stan peters uh Dave Hanny and I have been friends for, we met in 92. Oh, wow. um, yeah, I got a job working radio in Weyburn and Dave worked there and uh, he was one of the first guys that I met at the station. And there's some people that you just meet and go, this person's going to be my friend for the rest of my life. And it was just kind of that <laughs> experience that we had when we first met. So Dave has that effect on a lot of people. I and he does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Corey and Kirk, he met when, when Dave moved to Red Deer, he started the, uh, the Red Deer or Central Alberta Buccaneers of the Alberta Football League. And those three all played football together. So that's how those, that's how those guys know each other. And then I just became friends with Kirk and Corey through association with Dave. So they, David been after me, he says, God, oh, dude, you got to come to Grey Cup. You got to, you know, you got to come. It's so much fun. And, through work commitments and finances and different things. I just, for the longest time, I, I couldn't do it. So I, I got my first experience. This is actually kind of a cool story of the first ever Grey Cup that I went to, which was in 2013. So full disclosure, I was, I was born in Alberta, raised in Saskatchewan. So as by default, I have to cheer for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders too. But I've always been an Edmonton sports fan as well too. I grew up just outside of Lloydminster. So, you know, Wayne Gretzky, Warren Moon, Brian Kelly, all those guys were big sports figures in Edmonton. And I became an Edmonton sports fan, but also the Riders as well. So 2013, uh, I'm living in Red Deer, and Dave calls me and says, hey, I got tickets for the Western Final, and it's Saskatchewan and Calgary. And I'm saying, oh, I don't want to go to Calgary and watch the Stamps route the freaking riders again. I, I mean, 
I've seen them get their ass kicked in Calgary and not like, I don't want to go and then get the beacon fans on the way out. But it's just like, you know what? It's a day at a football stadium. The weather was looking pretty okay. What the heck? I'm going to, yeah, I'll, sure, I'll come down to the game. Well, like eight turnovers later, uh, <laughs> that's when wins the game. And of course, 2013, they're hosting the, the Grey Cup is in Regina. So Dave is like, he's going, well, you got to come to Grey Cup now. You got to come to Grey Cup now. And I'm like, I, I don't have a ticket. I don't have a room. And he goes, don't worry. We got a room. Put a cot on the floor. Or we'll figure something out. And say, ah, I don't know. I don't know. So by chance, I had actually booked holidays just to burn off some holiday time the week of Grey Cup. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm sitting at home and uh, scrolling through Facebook. And there's a post from Travis Kerr. Mm -hmm. Friends here with Travis Craw and Travis got a picture. He was living and working in Saskatoon at the time, and he's got a picture of his two Grey Cup tickets going, well, I guess these are worth a lot of money now. So I jokingly sent him a message saying, hey, can I buy one of those off of you, knowing full well that him and his and his wonderful wife are going to be going to the game. <laughs> and uh, and he's kind of like, ha-ha, whatever. About a half an hour later, he sends me a note back. He goes, just an FYI, there's still some single seats left for the game, and one of them is right beside me. And I'm like, you're kidding. Like, he goes, yeah, like I'm section whatever, row whatever, seat 10, and seat 11 is one of the is one of the seats that's open. So I'm like, so I, I go into Ticketmaster, and I get all the way to the point where I got to hit confirm. And this is on Tuesday. So, so my wife's at work, and I call her, and I'm like, so crazy thought. <laughs> uh, I'm about to hit confirm on a, I think it was like 300 and some bucks for the ticket. Uh, and I'm going to go to Grey Cup and reach out to this weekend. What do you think? And she's just like, it's one of your favorite teams. They're playing the Grey Cup at home. They've only ever won three Grey Cups in their entire existence. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got to go. So I, I hit yes on the uh, confirmed the, the ticket, sent a text to my buddy Dave and said, I'm coming to Grey Cup. And uh, I had a I had a work commit that Wednesday. There was a event, so Thursday bright and early, I get up and I drive to Regina. It was freezing, freaking cold. For yeah, <laughs> week as well too. Which except for game day, uh, that's a whole other story. But I so I, I drive to I drive to Grey Cup, and that's when I got my first experience uh, with Fun Place as well too, because they dressed me up as a rookie and gave me a, one of their old hats and. <laughs> And basically, when, when you hang out with the fun police and you're not one of the fun police officers, you essentially become the roadie and the official photographer of the fun police because that's all you, you just, you just, every here, can you take our picture? And so you take your pictures. So that was my first experience with, with what a Grey Cup is like, what a festival is like, and the, the craziness and the so much fun that the fun police is that I'm like, I got to make this happen. And, you know, there were still a few years that I had to do some work commitments and everything like that that I wasn't able to go. But 2017 was the first year that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm coming. I've got my uniform. And I went to my first Grey Cup in Ottawa in 2017 as a, as a member of the, of the Fun Boys. Now, Kirk joined at the same time. And the reason I ended up as Ottawa is I, was, I originally wanted to be the Edmonton guy. Uh, but full disclosure, Kirk is also an Edmonton fan as well, too. So he's kind of like, oh, I'm going as the Edmonton guy. And I'm like, all right. So I just, you know, we didn't, we don't want to double up on teams. So I just thought, all right, I'll, I'll be Switzerland and, and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. so, Their yeah, logo is almost a big plus. So it's pretty yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah. And then when I, uh, and then when I, when I moved to Edmonton, um, 
what was it five years ago that I that I moved to Edmonton and then and then being a season ticket holder and going to a lot of the games, then uh, I, I sent a note out to the guys going, hey, listen, I live in Edmonton. You know, there's a lot of cool things that I could do as the Edmonton Fund police officer. What do we think about about rigging some kind of a deal or a trade? And and Kirk, who uh, Kirk lives in Stetler, runs his own business. Um, he's not available for a lot of games a lot of times because he's so so busy that he's just like, oh, I'm just happy to be part of the group and and whatever we want to do, let's do something. So we we concocted this plan and had a ton of fun on social media that that uh you know that we you know we've been released or or uh, or traded or whatever and then we had all you know we were all free agents and we planned it out and dave was the first one he resigned with the riders and then Corey resigned with the uh he resigned with the stamps and then there was a a, a big thing about uh then he played it up that uh kirk had been released by the elk saying that they, <laughs> they were going to go in a different direction and that uh, my contract wasn't renewed with it we just we just that, that's kind of part of our shtick is that we we jokingly take ourselves really seriously <laughs> so then so then but but hats off to the elks because i i talked to them about you know hey here's what we're going to do and they actually even offered to make the graphic of me signing the fish yeah. Oh, yeah, they've, they've, awesome. been, they've been so fun and, and playing it up and, and having a lot of fun with it. And, uh, you know, because hats on, they, they, you know, they recognize that we're super fans and, and we're, we're constantly talking about the league and promoting it. So, yeah, they've been they've been so much fun in this whole process as well, too. So it was it was neat. So, yeah, so that's how it came to be that uh, uh, that uh, my contract wasn't renewed with Ottawa <laughs> and, uh, and I signed as a free agent. Uh, I signed as a free agent with Edmonton. Uh, that's oh, that's a that's fabulous. so awesome. Yeah, yeah. So and then good. we and then we did uh, and then we did a Twitter poll or, or we did a bunch of things on, on social media where we had people you know Kirk's a free agent who should he resign with, and we wanted to see who the most interaction we kind of got from and it was uh, it was uh, widely like bomber fans were were like yeah we want one we want one we want one so that's oh. why it was decided that it was kind of the fans on our Twitter that spoke that uh, that came to be it's that we were uh, we uh, he ended up signing with the bombers and became the bomber fund police guy. So. Oh, prairies represent. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we, yeah, we have a, we, we actually have a, it's a little bit of an inside joke that I'll share with you. We, if you ever see us go click, break up as numerous questions that we get asked all the time, like walking by people, fun police, hey, fun police, click. And it's just like, hey, can I be a fun police officer? Click. <laughs> we get, we get asked that a, a lot and everybody always asks what's the requirements and, and I'll share this. First requirement is, you know, Dave and I have known each other for, for 30 years. Um, Kirk and Corey, they've known Dave for 20 years. I've known them for 10 plus years, whatever. So we've kind of settled on, you have to know at least one of us for 10 years. Uh, but here's here's the kicker, and I don't know how we came to this realization, this really weird stat. Um, when is your birthday? And it may sound like an odd question to ask, but here's why. Officer Corey, his birthday is February 13th, day before Valentine's Day. Officer Dave, his birthday is June 30th, day before Canada Day. <laughs> Officer Kirk, his birthday is October 30th, day before Halloween. <laughs> My birthday is November 10th, the day before Remembrance Day. So if you just have some weird-ass birthday that's in the middle of that, the, whatever, there, there's got to be some kind of special day immediately following your birthday or you're disqualified. I was oh. born the day before Easter. There you go. There you oh, go. Yeah, there, there you go. It changes every year, though. So yeah, I know. You gotta, you that's okay. I got nine more years to wait anyway, every eight so. years or however that works. <laughs> 
<laughs> just throw my application away. I sent it via mail, but you can just toss that. <laughs> wow, you sent an application. That's better than I did. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Um, now, speaking of, as you say that story, the, the one question that comes to my mind is, your wife is amazing. <laughs> she's, she's Monique VIP. I mean, she... I mean, I, I love when she comes to the games and interacts with us and it's a, and it's a bunch of fun, but uh, like, she's gotta be like, Oh, okay. Like it's great cup. He's gone. He's going to be going and doing all this wild and crazy stuff. And I'm going to see his face everywhere and that's fine. And, but, but how, like, how does she deal with that? Well, she just like... tells all their friends that I'm going to play dress up with my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. As it should be. That's perfect. Yeah. No, yeah. it, it was it was her that that pushed me out the door to go to that first Grey Cup. She's just like, yeah. yes, go and have fun, like like you're you know, and and now it's become our, our boys' trip, and it's 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 just the thing. I've told her like she's more than welcome to come along to any Grey Cup she wants, and she's just like, do you really want me there? And I'm like, no, do you really want to be there? <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> yeah, she can earn a pin. Yeah, yeah, that's like when my my people that I know were asking me, like, oh, oh well, you know, does your wife go to Grey Cup? I'm like, well, not in Hamilton, but uh, <laughs> maybe in Vancouver. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, it's yeah. different, you know, a little different in every spot. But um, what, uh, Jeff, what's what's your favorite Grey Cup memory? Because, I mean, you've been to what is it now? Six or seven. So what uh, mm -hmm. what's your favorite Grey Cup memory? Oh boy, that's that's. Um, I, I actually I think it's it's uh, when it was in Edmonton, which was 2018. Yeah. So we were. Um, and this this involves Jeff McWinnie, keeper of the cup. Is is this story? So we were at the uh, the Grey Cup. Uh, I think it was still called the Tweet Up, or it might have been yeah. called the Meet Up mm -hmm. that year. Whatever it was, that it was right on Jasper, whatever that that goes. So we we were there. Of course, the Grey Cup was there, and and Jeff was asking us. Uh, he goes, "Hey, what are you guys? What are you guys doing later tonight?" It's just like, well, we we kind of eventually want to get back to spirit. And of course, with, with Grey Cup, any wherever the Grey Cup is, the hometown team, that is always the biggest and most popular party room because all the casual fans that come out, obviously, you know, so if the Grey Cup's in Edmonton, all the casual fans that are come up, well, we want to go to the Edmonton room. That's just where everybody wants to go because that's the hometown room. So we're like, actually, there's kind of two stories that I'll tell with this, both from Edmonton. Uh, so we wanted to we wanted to to go to the the spirit, but we're just like, man, by the time we're done here, there's going to be a lineup. It's going to be crazy. It's just I don't know. We might just end up going to the scooter room, and, and that's where we might just we might just end up. And goes uh, and Jeff goes. He goes. Uh, and so this time it's around I forget it's around eight thirty or nine o'clock. And he's just like, meet me in the lobby of the Westin at in, in a half an hour. He goes because I'm taking the Grey Cup into Spirit, so meet me in the lobby at nine thirty. So we're like, okay. So to the lobby we go. Jeff's a bit late, but he shows up and he's just like, he goes, okay, well, we got to take the Grey Cup in, but we're not going up the main stairs. We're taking it up the side elevator. So anyway, we go and Jeff's like, these guys are with me. So we're like, okay. <laughs> awesome. So anyway, in we go up the side elevator, into spirit we go, and they start setting up the Grey Cup, which of course attracts a crowd. And they start to kind of get crowded away. Now, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but at Spirit, we brought it out. We carry police tape. Okay. <laughs> so the, the four of us, we take out the police tape and we make a square <laughs> around the gray cup to back everybody up. <laughs> so they have room to set up and, and everybody backs up. Like they, they, they back up and they move out of the way and we set up this police tape and people are like, you don't cross police tape. That's... that's <laughs> 
that, right? So they got lots of room. They set up a great cup. And then the people from the Weston brought the velvet ropes over and got everything set up. And they're all set up. And then Jeff looks at us and goes, all right, boys, enjoy spirit. Have a good night. And off we, and off we went. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah what a so, great story. Yeah. So that was escorting the Grey Cup and creating a police tape uh, barrier around it so that they could uh, so that they could set it up at the uh, at the Spirit of Edmonton and at the Weston. And that was 2018 was that Grey Cup. Uh, that was good. Same year, we were actually downstairs at the Weston as well, too. And, and one of the uh, uh, one of the radio stations that was up top wanted to wanted to interview us. Um, and so we're just like, oh, OK. So, of course, again, there's a big lineup to get in. And they're just like, yeah, the station wants to talk to you. They want they want to talk to the fun place. So we're going to go up the escalators to go up to the spirit. And the, the guy running the gate goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys, uh, you guys are coming back down to, to uh, once you're done, right, to, to come through. And I and I looked at him. I said, do you really think once we're up there, we're going to come back down? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, ah, you're right. Give them their stamps. And, <laughs> and up we went. So yeah, that was that was that was the day before actually. Same thing at at, uh, at Spirit as well too in, in Edmonton. So yeah, there's been yeah, there's a lot of fun, a lot of shenanigans, a lot of cool things that uh, that that happen, and it's 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 a it's a fun it's a fun feeling wherever we go because there's lots of people that want to get their pictures taken with us or you know get a ticket from the fun police or or whatever. And we we get a kick out of we actually it's it's our you know, obviously we're going as fans, but we also want to try to make the Great Cup experience. We want to be part of the Great Cup experience for people as well, too, to make it fun for them. So we 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 take a lot of pride in that and get a kick out of doing it. So I think you do a great job with that, by the way. Just saying. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's amazing. Yeah, it makes it so much more fun. It's in our name. It's what we do. There it is. Um, so. One thing that obviously our team didn't get to do at Grey Cup and uh, is tailgating, um, and we see you at the tailgate a lot. What is do you like about tailgate, and and how much it's expanded over the years? Uh, friends, friends, mm -hmm. hanging out with friends. It's it's like a it's it's uh, you know I guess you know think about it. It's every second week I guess it, sometimes every week, but uh, every every second weekend it's like a barbecue with friends. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's hanging out and having some eats and, and having some, having some drink. I've heard from a, from a, a handful of people, uh, not so much this past year, cause it was a little bit better, but the year before was a pretty tough year that we heard from a lot of people that they just stayed out in the parking lot and tailgated and didn't even bother going into the game because right. they're just having so much fun. They're having so much fun tailgating. And, and the one thing that is really, is really cool is obviously becoming friends with a lot of people from, from across the league. And, and there's so many fans that travel. I mean, well, you know, Andrew, you're one of them. You know, you've gone and, and, and well, I think everybody, you've all gone to different games and different stadiums mm -hmm. just to, to experience. I only got three three stadiums to check off my list. That's uh, BC, uh, Montreal, and Toronto. Um, wow. But it, it's, cool to, it's cool to hear when people come to Edmonton and talk about, wow, you guys know how to tailgate. Like, yeah. you guys. You guys tailgate right like these this is one of the best tailgate experiences that we've had across the league um you know and as as, as you know it's something that, that i certainly take personal pride in because you know my company and radio stations they're being part of the being part of the tailgate experience and it's cool to hear that 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 people coming from across the league are just like edmonton puts on a good tailgate party you guys you guys do it right so that's that's exciting and, and fun to hear and you know that's Tailgating is is you know, come for the party, stay for the game. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's kind of the mindset of it, right? And that's and that's the best part of tailgating is, is 
just hanging out with your friends and a bunch of like-minded people. And it's it's like a little wee mini Grey Cup festival. Before, <laughs> Every time. Before, yes. before each home game is kind of is kind of what it is. And you can get sluice juice. Correct. And you so can. Yes. Well, we're lucky enough that we're set up right beside Spirit of Edmonton. Right. So, it's uh yeah it's it's uh it's it's good to have it's good to have friends in high places it's just a, a long straw away over just uh, yeah yeah it's not, and then and then we cap it off the, the last thing that i always do is, is always find my boozy cupcake before i uh, <laughs> yeah you know, find my boozy cupcake and then head into the game so that's the uh it's yeah it's just it's fun hanging out with your friends she's not I taking them you- home no, no, she's not taking no. it home. She's very clear about that. Yeah. yeah. I hope you got one of those uh, sluice juice cupcakes because oh, holy so man. I never, I never got one. We, oh. had, we had a whole bunch to pass out at Spirit, but but I never ended up having one. They were gone. Oh, oh my goodness. I, I, gotta, 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 I, I have a feeling I'll, I'll get a chance to have yeah. one yeah. sometime. So um, I'm thinking I have a chance of having one much sooner before uh, the wonderful people of Hamilton. So it's uh, we're okay. Leaving, <laughs> we're okay leaving them back in Hamilton. So yeah, that's a good point. I still had two. It was great. No, I got <laughs> no, no. I I had them on the on the the um, at the uh, the like tweet up meeting that we had there because uh, Janelle brought more to that one and she's like, here you can have another one. Right. Yay. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh shucks. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it was another fantastic. One. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh goodness. All right. Well, you said that you've you've had you have a few stadiums left to to go to. Um mm-hmm. I highly recommend Montreal. Do it. Don't wait. Mm-hmm. Go. Next season. Just do it. <laughs> um, but how often do you guys get to see each other throughout the season and, and how do you get to connect like apart from social media, do you have get togethers? Do you plan things or is it just kind of consolidated into Grey Cup? No, we'll, we'll do, well, again, again, you know, Kirk, it's hard because he, you know, runs his own business. So that Mm -hmm. takes up a ton of his time. Um, You know, Corey with his work, he's, you know, he's kind of busy as well. We, we try to, we, we try to, to a, because we love wearing our uniforms uh, (laughs) is that we, we try to, we try to put them to use. So, you know, usually with, with, you know, Dave lives in Regina. So I usually, when the schedule comes out, the first thing I'll do is look and see when Edmonton is in Regina and go, Hey, Oh, you know, I'll, I'll see you there for that. Um, we've, uh, the the Labor Day double dip uh, used to be a thing as well too. Is that uh, we would hit uh, the Labor Day game in Regina and then follow that up with the Labor Day game the next day in, in Calgary. Uh, we did uh, I did banjo bowl last year for the uh, for the first time as well too. So to which which Dave did again this year and he's just like he goes you doing banjo bowl and I said I kind of got a more important game to worry about. Uh, I got I got the Labor Day rematch uh, right here in my hometown. Yeah, exactly. So, but I did get to experience the banjo bowl uh, in Winnipeg, which was that was crazy. And and Winnipeg fans know how to party and, and throw a good tailgate party as well too. That that actually is that's a we we got to the stadium and we they, they kind of have two tailgate areas. They have an official team area and then they have an area where just the kind of the fans are set up. So we were just at the ones where the fans set up. We actually wrote a guy a ticket for trying to kill us because he gave us some homemade hooch. <laughs> oh, it was whole. Oh, yeah. But, but we, we only got to about like a, four different stalls. And and I told like Dave, like, we have to go because if we don't leave now, I'm not making the game. Like, we have to go. And so we we then went to the the main tail the team tailgate area and, and somebody bought us a beer in that uh, venue and then we just carried that one beer around for the next hour and a bit because it's like no more like 
Like I can't, I can't yeah. So well, Win- Winnipeg was, uh, yeah, the Banjo Bowl was a lot of fun. But we we try to make a point of uh, of of getting together. And like I said, this this past year, um, well, I didn't make it to the Labor Day game because it was so freaking smoky. I just, hey, yeah. can't believe we played that game. Uh, I was in Calgary that morning and had tickets to go to the game, but I woke up that morning and, and like almost packed out a lung walking across the street to my vehicle. So I'm just like, they're not playing it. So I went home mm. and then holy crap, played the game. Um, but like last year I would have, you know, um, you know, hit three different stadiums. Um, Cause we didn't, we did go to a game in Winnipeg last year and we just, we just try to make a point of picking games, Labor Day games, season openers, or if the teams that we're representing are playing, like I said, like, you know, I'll make a trip down to Regina next year just for a for a weekend trip when Edmonton's in town. So I was I was in Regina for the single. Oh no! Uh, I was I was in I was at that game going, what just happened? So <laughs> yeah. that's the one I went to. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh that, that, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a tough one. That's yeah. a tough and one. Then, and then Corey was actually working in the area, so we were able to go to the, the Labor Day rematch. The two of us went to the game here and stuff like okay. that. So we, yeah, so we got together to went to, to go to that one. So yeah, we, we try to make a point to hit um, you know as many games as we can and and uh, and go to some of the key matchups and and, uh, and and get together. And it's it's very rare that all four of us are able to be at a game together. Right. You know, but but there'll be times that we'll we'll pair up or two or three of us will be at games and. And we'll have some fun. Fantastic. That's, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, super fan. I saw a few questions going through yeah. there. Uh, let's uh, let's take a couple of fan questions, then we'll actually get into this past Grey Cup. But <laughs> all right, let's scroll back here. Uh, just a, a hello from our friend Jerry. Hello from Victoria, the new home of the BC Lions. Yeah, right. Ooh, interesting news out today. Like. Yeah, that was very cool. I. I it, so if it's Edmonton, like well, we're going have to go, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that's a given. Yeah, Paul, Even if it's not Edmonton, unless there's a game like before or after here, right? I've got to think I'm going. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Paul, uh, save a space. I, I'm putting yeah. my I'm putting my uh, my ticket in on the uh, Reckner abode for that particular <laughs> game because I'll be going out to that. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, so from Leanne, question for Officer Jeff. You and the Fun Police crew bring such joy to the CFL. What's your favorite part about being a member of the Fun Police Force? Favorite parts. Um, full transparency for, for five glorious, wonderful days when we put on our super suits. Which is well, where's my super suits? Uh, and FYI, the the Clark Kent effect is real. It is hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's it's real. When we put on our super suits, we're 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 Grey Cup fun police, and we're you know we're cool. When we're this, we're nerds. <laughs> <laughs> So it's we, we we joke about the power of we joke about the power of the suits and it it really is and so putting on that fun police suit and and it really is we do take a lot of pride as I mentioned before in making uh, the festival memorable for other people as well too of, of being part of people's Grey Cup experience we we get a kick and and love that that's kind of what the Grey Cup fun police has morphed into 
that that we 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 were and we had such a kick out of this we were uh at one point we were sitting there and some uh, some of the rider cheer team came up and said hey can we get our picture taken with you and we're like yeah sure no problem and we're like perfect and we're like you seem awfully excited about this. Well, yeah, you guys are. We're doing a scavenger hunt and getting your picture with the Great Cup Fun Police oh. was part of their was part of their scavenger hunt that they had to do. So we're just like we're part of a scavenger hunt. <laughs> <laughs> like we just we just we get such a kick out of the fact of how people respond when when they see the Fun Police like that. That just it just it feels really cool. It's such a cool feeling, you know, when you come in and, and sometimes you feel like you're the paparazzi or because or, you got just a lineup of group of people that are standing in front and all taking your pictures. And, and there's sometimes like like even this year with the Hamilton on Saturday, we went uh, to the convention center. We went up up to the third floor where, where some of the team rooms are and we got to the top of those escalators and we were there for half an hour. We didn't move. Because it was just wow. all these people coming through and just all wanted to stop us and get the picture taken and get a ticket from us and get a sticker and and uh, and just all so fun. So it's it's just the the fact that the best part is that we make the experience, the Great Cup experience for somebody, we make that something that they remember as well, too. And we just think that's so cool. You're part of Great Cup Week. It's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And we get such a kick out of that. All right. Uh, so we got a couple of questions here from our, our friends at the Alouettes Flight Deck. Tim Capper says, here's a question for Jeff. Why are there no East Coast Grey Cup police officers? And Cliffy D says, any plans for adding more officers to the force? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but again, if, if they heard, when's your birthday? That's, yeah. That's, yeah. When, when's you better be well, December twenty fourth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, you know, or you know, December thirty first. That one would work as well too. Yeah. Or March sixteenth, I guess, uh, would uh, would be a date that work. But um, like August seventh count because it's kind of like August long weekend. Like does that yeah, count? Yeah, not really. Yeah, it's good. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Stretch. Yeah. It's not my birthday. I was just checking. I was just, yeah. Yeah, I was just throwing it out there. Yeah. Well, we. Uh, I mean, we did have a, an East team with 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 Ottawa, but right. but part of it, you know, I got I also got really tired of answering the question was, hey, where are you from? Edmonton. <laughs> oh, well, you're the Ottawa guy. It's a long story, and then I'd have to tell the story, and you have to tell that story. So now it's just great when you know, hey, where are you guys all from? And I say I'm from Edmonton, and people go, oh, well, that makes sense. And then that's yeah, it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So would there, yeah, absolutely. There would be plans to, to, to add to the force. Um, here's the thing. I mean, like you, you would have to obviously fit in with our, with our group. Um, because again, the, the four of us, we're all good friends. Like we're, mm -hmm. we're all, we're all, like I said, Dave and I have known each other, you know, 1992 is when, is when Dave and I met. So that's, that's 30 plus, you know, good God, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> 30, 30 plus years that, uh, the, that we've known each other and we're all a bunch of like-minded, goofy, immature, um, you know, goofballs and, and you got to commit to coming to every single great cup. Yeah. Like that's, that's, you know, you, you got to come, come. I think the other part that you're kind of selling short, um, but as somebody who sees you guys is you've got to, not, you've got to be prepared to just put on a show because I, I find that when you guys come into a room, yes, there's people that are like, Hey, I want my picture with the great cut fun place or whatever. But, but you guys also will have fun like with the, you know, bringing in the, the great cup in the spirit of Edmonton breakfast where you're all blowing the whistles and doing, you know, making sure everybody's cleared the path and, um, and, and just not be afraid to, to, 
put yourself out there and be part of a show. And I think you guys do that amazingly well. Uh, it's one of the reasons that everybody loves it so much is because you, you play the part. I remember when we were doing the Wandering Glens, and we're like, hey, we need to take a picture of you guys arresting all of the Glens. And and you, oh, yeah, yeah, we totally like just played right along. That picture um, just popped up in my memories, actually, just here, oh. here, which is what I love about November, because all my Facebook memories is all just nonstop breakup. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> so I no, I I really um, I, I think that that's also an important part that I don't know that you guys understand how much fun fun it is watching you guys just have fun and not be held back by well no i'm not doing that you, you just you just do oh, and it's awesome no and it, yeah no we talk i mean and it's 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 a running joke with us that when we're it's like we said we're here at work and we're yeah. we're you know we take fun very seriously um, <laughs> we're, you know we're here and, and it's kind of funny we've told and 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 credit to jerry at spirit that that he gets that and understands that and wants us to be a part of of, of spirit and the breakfast and stuff like that because of because of, of of again what it is we we understand and want to be and work hard at being a part of people's great cup experience and you don't do that by being a fly on the wall um you you do it by putting yourself out there and, and putting on a show and it and it really is when we when we put on the uniform uh when we go out we we um uh, you know understand that there's there's the, the, what we want people to see and what we want people to think when they see us is there's it's 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 part of it, it's branding is what is what yeah. it is and, and we have that that aspect of that is what we we want to do we want to make people's great cup experience something that they will take home and remember you know, meeting the Grey Cup Fun Police and what a neat experience and how much fun that was. And and part of our shtick is, yeah, we take ourselves, we take ourselves seriously. Is <laughs> being, you know, real It was actually Hamilton this year. It was funny. We uh we were walking, uh, we came, we walked by a police station and we thought, oh man, we gotta we gotta stop for a photo of you know Hamilton police headquarters or whatever it was. So so we get done and we're taking and we're walking, we're about to walk down the street and and uh now this has happened before but not in this context. Next thing you know the cops are running out yelling, hey stop uh now, usually in <laughs> In my former life, I would just run faster and get away. <laughs> we actually turned it because they saw us out there taking pictures and they wanted to get a photo with us. And so we gave them a sticker and a ticket and, oh, that's and, awesome. uh, and all the fun stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's neat. It's, it's, it's the best job I don't get paid for. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I get, I get that. I get that. Uh, I got one more in there. Super fan. Uh, let's take a look. I don't know if there's any new ones in here other than of course people you know trying to apply oh of yeah. course yes yeah. so, well that's how that works yeah exactly. yeah yeah blake wants to be uh he wants to know why there's no bc one yet um we need a line we, haven't, any, no, we haven't uh we haven't found anybody fun enough nope. no oh there you go that's fair and yeah. uh well Again, if you if you want to build your suit, which which again the investment into that suit, we've had so many people ask us as well too, which is another click. Uh, hey, where can we buy one of those? Yeah, click. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, those those suits are custom made. Those are um, the uh, the uniforms. They're actually paramedic uniforms that we we got from Tactical Five One One, which is handy because the material is water repellent. Ah, very handy at Grey Cup. No kidding. Very handy at Grey Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it kind of each year we add to it. Like last year, we added the uh, the actual the radios that we those are actually working two way radios. Oh, oh that's no amazing! Yeah. So actually came in. We almost got them confiscated going into the game uh, in Hamilton this year. Like they they weren't going to let us go through with our with our radios, and we're just like, well, it's just like, well, you can communicate with them. It's just like, well, you better take everybody's cell phone then too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> which actually came in really handy because at one point officer kirk was uh was down getting a coffee and uh hey kirk can you pick me up a coffee too and we all were down for all <laughs> and, and got it back so they're they're working two-way radios and and uh yeah we're always looking for new things we're talking about getting jackets and and uh and everything so yeah but but the uniform those those uniforms are, are custom yeah tasers yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, we've asked about that. I've actually asked the security people those uh, those uh, wands to get when they do work. Right. Get one of those. Uh, um, but the uh, yeah, the first thing is is, is you got to be prepared to to build your suit, uh, mm. which the custom suit and and how much it is that we that we get from. Because here's the other thing: like teams don't sell patches to put on stuff, right. right? They want you to buy the stuff with the patches on. Right. So it's it's a little like how many jerseys or hoodies or hats or different things that we've bought for the sole purpose of destroying it <laughs> just to get the logo out of it like on my uniform uh the, the side patches the the antlers those are actually off of a an elk jersey jersey wow yeah wow it's actually off of a jersey that I had to buy and then took the arm patch off and put onto my on on mine so it's like yeah, there's and that starts to add up uh, a little sure bit. Sure does. Yeah. Dedication. So you got to, you know, your custom suits come to every single Grey Cup. Uh, be ready to to put on a show and have a lot of fun. And when's your birthday? Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, Cliffy in the chat just saying, I'm ready for the Grey Cup Fun Police SWAT uniform. So that should be interesting. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, excited well, to see that. Riot yeah. shields. It'll be That's great. A, yeah. <laughs> be yeah. amazing. Yeah. We, uh, well, we, we talk about, you know, the bomb squad as well, too. So. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, all right, let's talk about our game. Uh, the Grey Cup game itself, uh, the, I mean, the festival was amazing. We, we've talked a lot about it. And um, actually, I guess before we do that, Kayla, what was your favorite part of the festival? Oh, my gosh. That is just impossible to, to pick. Like, each day brought something brand new. And everything always comes down to the spirit, whether it's the breakfast or Thursday night. Like... I have honestly, if I had to pinpoint one thing is again, meeting so many more fantastic people. I made so many more friends this year that I can confidently say going to BC won't be an issue because I actually know people, <laughs> <laughs> which wasn't like a ha like going into Hamilton. I was a little bit concerned because I was like, I know Andrew, he's going and like a few random people who already have their people. But yeah, it was, it was a treat just to to be around people and to have people come up to you asking you, are you the commish? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> not of like the CFL or anything. Like I'm just a loser who does a podcast, but yeah, sure. That's me. <laughs> so that was, yeah, it was just, it was great meeting new people. And of course the honorary first. Yes. Could that not be top of, I didn't even know what was going on at first. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, am I being proposed to by someone who already has a wife? Like, <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> that was fantastic. It was, that's why I, I took down my Vernon Adams pin tweet for this tweet. Oh, my. So, you know how big that is. It was that's fantastic. But yes, um, I could go on and on. So, but that could be me over time can do a little bit more of a brief, but all right. Yeah. yeah we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go that. Yeah. I find it's a, uh, it's a reoccurring theme with great cup fans is that I'm just a nerd that loves this game. Yeah. And when you bring us all together, we're not nerds. We're the coolest people in the world. 
<laughs> so, you know that. what? I, I was going to say, I think my favorite part of it this, and granted, I haven't been to a Grey Cup since 2019 because of, you know, COVID and all these other things. I, I, I never really had the chance to get back. And so this year on Thursday night, they usually call that homecoming at Spirit of Edmonton. And it truly was. There, there is people I haven't seen for so long and just the ability to stand and I'd say talk, but yell football at one another and, uh, <laughs> and, but talk about the season that was and, and just get to see people that I just haven't seen forever. It was, um, it was, it was like really emotional. It was really, really mm -hmm. good and, and, and happy. And I just, I, you just felt like you were back in your world, you know, like this, this is what I missed. Right. So, uh, it was so, so good to have that. And, uh, we'll, we'll get into more details because this is the, this is the one where, um, you know, I, I don't know, Kayla, if you and I have spent that much time together in that many days, but it was amazing. It was so great. <laughs> it was, it was so much fun. It so, was, it really yeah. was. So, I want to, uh, I just want to say real quick, first of all, Tallboy was their regular Tallboy self, uh, oh. but also a shout out to Fiddlesticks, which would have yes. been so good well too, right? So the, the entertainment and spirit was off the freaking charts. Good. Yeah. Lots of people were like, oh, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, they, they don't have the regular bit. I can't even remember what the regular band is. Isn't that horrible? I should know who it is. Spoiled Rotten. Yeah. Like, isn't it going to be Spoiled Rotten? Is it? And, oh, I don't really know. Those bands put on a show and they were both great um uh, really really liked them and got people out on the floor and we people are having a good time you bring a fiddle out oh yeah i'm sold <laughs> yeah you're totally in um all right so gray cup game uh montreal pulls out the win in an instant classic uh 28 wow. to 24 uh all i think i saw so many tweets after the game with just what uh game it was just so exciting back and forth and of course the last minute drives in the fourth but uh jeff as you're as you're watching it what are you uh what are you thinking about this game what uh, what's going through your head well the first thing i said again was instant classic unless you're a winnipeg fan and you have to relive this game over and over because everybody's going to talk about it and it's going to be it's going to be played i i thought you know last year's with the two block field goals was going to be hard to beat uh, and and this one was uh, this one it was it was a it was a very well executed game on mm -hmm. both sides very well coached both teams very well prepared um, and as much it, it came down to a, it came down to a, a couple of plays um, I was uh, maybe just because it's the underdog I was I was I was pulling for Montreal just because I wanted to see Fajardo get his ring so bad like that guy has been through the freaking ringer. Uh, I wanted to see him get his ring, but it was, it was, we were joking going, what are the odds that they're going to do on their last play drive and Fajardo's going to hit the goalpost? <laughs> so oh. <it's> me. <laughs> Wait, I admit, I thought it on that last yeah. drive. I'm like, yeah. it's, this is Cody against Winnipeg. Is it I mean, yeah. like, yeah. but no, found and a way. Guy wide open in the end zone and doink, but it, uh, it did not, it was, it was, a, it was a great game. And it's so much fun when you don't have a team in the game, it's so much how you can just enjoy the game. Yes. Enjoy yeah. the and enjoy the great plays and and you're not you know and, and it's kind of funny when your teams aren't in the game you realize you know the officiating actually is not bad yeah well, <laughs> and you know what there was only six penalties in the game right like yeah like they they let them play and the, there was the very little 
Like, the only call that I questioned was that roughing the passer on on Cody and that hundred uh, percent agree. That's the only one. But other than that, it, it, again, you, I didn't notice the officiating, which is that's always a good sign when whatever. But it, it's funny when you're when none, when a team that you aren't don't have an emotional attachment to is not playing the game, you kind of really you know what they, they actually officiating is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, Super fan, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I thought it was a tale of two halves. Uh, it was what 17-7 for Winnipeg in the first half, and was it 21-7 for Montreal yeah. in the second half? Um, I, I just thought at the beginning it seemed like when Montreal went up 14 nothing, or uh, 10 nothing, um, it just felt like okay, well here it goes, it's uh-huh. going to be a real domination. And then watching Montreal claw back and and um, only be down by 10 points at the half, and think well maybe, and then get that touchdown on the, the third. Mm-hmm. It was just like. This could be a game, and it was just like you didn't want to think it, you didn't want to say it because uh, you didn't want to jinx the the gods of of karma and irony. Um, but it was just such an exciting. And then, what can you say about that halftime? It was oh. probably for someone that I, let's face it, halftime's usually where I would go down and meet everybody and and do our West of Us thing. This is what I am glad I got to see because it was phenomenal. Hey, Kayla, what do you think of the halftime? We listen. We listen. <laughs> to it and we felt some heat i was gonna say so so for half well first the first half and for halftime we were sitting in the seats in the end zone that were right beside the big screen thanks again blake though no complaints absolutely thank you thank you blake blake won other tickets and he and we worked out a deal on uh, on those tickets and that was amazing it got us into the game and and but let me tell you that the big fire coming across the the out of the top of that screen we all had suntans it was wow. hot and it we were like so whoa like it, like the first time it went off both Kayla and I, ah, cool. that's a lot of fire um and uh and and the fireworks were right in front of us and we only ever saw Billy Joe when he would go down to that lower right. stage then we could kind of see behind him um but we heard it and we definitely felt the heat so uh but it sounded like it was unbelievable um and from what i could see on the screen kind of um yeah. it it was quite the show but uh and, and i mean i think there was only one song that they played that i didn't know completely right. so that was awesome it was good enough that i still danced in the bleachers it sure did yeah yeah sure a little did. shakily but you know can confirm yeah yeah because yeah, you're dancing i'm standing on there like because you could see kind of through the seats and see exactly how high you were and i'm like stop moving around this is making me nervous <laughs> well, if this is if this is the way i go hey i can't really pick up a worse what way a, what a great story to tell right, right? <laughs> that was great. yeah uh it's it's un, it was unbelievable um but yeah i agree that was that was quite the uh quite the halftime show um Kayla, what do you think of the whole game? Because in the four, well, in the second half, we moved up to the yeah. good seats by Paul and and Linda, and we got a really good view of that second half. So yeah, that I I was a little cranky because I am an honorary Al's fan, as you can see. Couple, <laughs> you know, Vernon Adams, thank you. That's BC, but you before. Yeah. Uh, so I I was I was a little bit more emotionally invested, and I just wanted Montreal so much more than I wanted Winnipeg, I think. Not that I hate Winnipeg, but I was like, oh God, I gotta put up with these Pegger fans for another year. Like God. <laughs> um but yeah, so you know, once we moved and we got 
grand view, like spectacular seats. And just so happened one of my new friends was sitting only a couple rows, which was great entertainment just in his dance moves alone. Um, but the game itself was quintessential CFL. Like those, that last two minute drive approximately, mm-hmm. chef's kiss, like third down in, I want to say, a five. Five. Third down in five. five. And they, they bombed it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that sounds Oh familiar. my God. I just remember call. grabbing yeah. onto you, Andrew, and being like, oh my God, no. And then the touchdown, and we just, everyone was. It sounded like it was in a Montreal stadium. It was so loud. It felt like, well, the vast majority was cheering for the Alouettes, but you could feel it. So I can't imagine being a home team playing in the Grey Cup and having them win. Like the energy was electric. And I, that, I've watched that last play multiple times. And hats off to the Montreal D for standing strong because they were going up against Zach. So to hold on for those 11 seconds, I know a Hail Mary is kind of like one of those never going to happen situations, but if a team was going to do it, it would have been Winnipeg. So that, oh, I need to rewatch the entire game again because it just makes me so excited. That's uh, that third and five call. Um, oh, I think it was Marshall Ferguson that did a breakdown on Twitter about it without any, you want to talk about the coaching. That is something, and he showed the breakdown, I think it was the week before Winnipeg yeah. against BC, that they picked up on that corner cheating mm-hmm. on, on the one play to free him up. And what a gutsy call on third and five to call that deep pass on something that they, they picked up on watching the tape. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was Marshall Ferguson who broke oh, it down wow. and, and showed it on Twitter of, of the exact same thing, but the corner was biting on a, on, a, on an out route, and the guy just flew right by him. And and Because uh, if, if Fajardo would have hit him in stride, he was gone. He under threw him a little bit on that play. That he would have been gone if he if he hit him in stride. Uh, but it was something that they picked up on a, on a on a previous tape that they uh, they picked up this tendency of this corner and exploited him for it. And it's just and that just goes the, the detail of the coaching and everything, which again is is the 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 really fine minute stuff in in football that I just I get such a kick out of in, in watching that and seeing that and how it breaks down and how they all see it and then to go out and execute it on the biggest stage in the biggest game. Yeah. Oh, it yeah! What a great play! What a great and uh, like you said, gutsy call, but still and, and probably good that he got tackled because it took more time off the right. clock getting mm. the next touchdown, right? And uh, didn't give Zach enough time. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and being down, you know, three, and you're, you're really you're gonna air it out. Like, it was, yeah, it was it was it was pretty impressive. Um, the uh, I, I see uh, Janice has joined the chat and she yeah. said uh, she danced like nobody was watching. Janice, I was watching oh, and yeah. you were you did body slam your your <laughs> seatmate, but it was totally worth it. I you were get, getting into it, which is awesome. I love that. Um, and thank you to Janice too for all of her work with setting up the the tweet yeah. tweet meetup uh, with the um, CFLPA. It, it was awesome. So uh, really, really great work. And thank you, Janice. It was not only great to see you, but thank you for all of your, your work on that. Um, the, uh, the other thing I just want to say is after the game, uh, Paul, Linda, Kayla, and I actually went down and waited for some of the players to go by to congratulate them, waiting specifically for Mondo. And yeah. it was great because Mondo was, you know, signing for other people and coming down. And then he gets and he looks and he sees us and he's like, you, you wait <laughs> yeah congratulations big man he's like oh my like he he was like i, I mean 
awesome for him but he he was really almost surprised like why would you wait like you're not Montreal fans but but we're Mondo fans and, yes. uh, that that was yeah it was truly awesome that he was able to get that so um it was uh, it was pretty cool uh to have that little experience after the game as well so that's another really cool part about the CFL is the accessibility to the players i mean mm -hmm. agreed um, we 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 partied at Spirit of uh, Edmonton breakfast with uh, with with Dean with Faithful, people. yeah. So yeah. that was <laughs> like, when, and CFL when, fans got cancer too. Like he we came. Yeah, like yeah. where where else would you where else would you would you see it? And last year in Regina, uh, Jake Sresna was hanging out in, in the Spirit Room on the uh, on the one night as well too. So like, nice. where, where else do you see that where the where the players are invested in in, in that kind of stuff as well too? So it's pretty cool. Well, on the Friday night, we. We're chatting with Dean Faithful, Aaron Grimes, Jake Serezna, and Scott Hutter. And like I said, there, yeah, you said there's no other league where there'd just be like four players hanging out in the team room and you just get to go and talk to them. And man, Scott Hutter, he is a great conversation. He was awesome. Not that yeah. I mean Dean's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Dean, I loved every moment. Dean, you're our favorite. We know. He was amazing. Uh, but um, but I had never had that much of a chance to talk with Hutter before, and he was hilarious. We had some great, great conversations. Um, His stash was on point, too. I kept staring. I'm like, sounds a great stash. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, points points out to uh, Scott for uh, for taking the time because it was a, a great, great conversation. Uh, super fan, do you have a, a horrid item for us today? Uh, no, actually not today. Oh, but <laughs> Kayla, do you have a uh, hard item for I, us today? I do. So okay, here you go. I you was show us. surprisingly gifted these. I don't even remember what night, but um, our, well, my friend, Stephen Cody, who is a big Argos fan. This was his first gray cup. And he came up to me at, oh, I guess it would have been Friday, I think, at Spirit and gave me these little danglers. <laughs> Those are awesome. So awesome. <laughs> They're a bit heavy to wear. They kind of pull, but oh my goodness. I just about fell over in my seat. These are the cutest little earrings I've ever received. <laughs> Andrew might get something pierced just to wear those. Pardon? I said Andrew might get something pierced just to wear those. Pardon? Yeah. Yeah, beard. that's just, it. Yeah. Grow your beard and kind of just like hang them like there hang them right in. You know. <laughs> Uh, what do I look like, Travis Curra? Come on, I can't grow a beard like that. That look, Mike could do it though. Yep. Yeah, just, just tie him in. That'd be perfect. Yep. I'm excited for uh, all the tailgate aware <laughs> attire that is going to happen next year. Um, I have kind of uh, a horde and tell, but this is also a preview for a future episode because Mike, I think mm. you might join me in cracking some packs oh. that uh i did win a door prize at the uh oh see look at oh i feel like we have a crack pack episode coming up there it comes fun. It sounds like a drug deal or something <laughs> it's supposed to that's that's, ah. the, that's what draws people in to watch yeah. right we'll do it in a little parking garage somewhere <laughs> make it even wait is that are you uh, talking officer about my jeff. room What's yeah officer on? jeff <laughs> 
Make nope. the arrest. Sounds like fun to me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the. Yeah. Everything's on board. All that's, good. <laughs> that's, that's excellent. Uh, now we do have some Elks news to talk about that uh, that I I, I want to get all of your opinion on. First, mm -hmm. uh, we did have a re-signing. Uh, interesting because Chris Jones said all the re-signings are going to wait until January. And, and then the hours day, later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we re-signed offensive lineman Grohovic for uh, two years. So. Um, now he was uh, on PR his guy. he was he was on his rookie deal so um uh, so that's fine i'm glad that we we brought him back he had one year as the kind of the sixth guy so uh continue to grow him in uh, in in that role uh, lord knows offensive lineman more than welcome here mm. but of course the big news this past week uh, came on Thursday uh, when Tom Richards and Rick Lawlisher uh, announced that the board has put together a special committee to look at the ownership structure of the team uh, and they are looking for possible private ownership uh, or that's one option uh, but they are going through as many options as possible um, to figure out how we can get this team in a better spot so Officer Jeff, you hear this uh, this news? Uh, we've you know we talked uh, about a month and a half ago about they were going to tarp the top half of the of Commonwealth. Now we've got this kind of news coming out. What's uh, what's going through your mind? Well, that's a lot, um, right? Right. It's, uh, um, I I will say this that um, I mean like obviously there's there's a lot that we don't know. Correct. Um, mm -hmm. You know, with with fans that are always looking from the inside or from the outside, it's it's always why everybody has their opinion on what they think should be and what they think should not, and those and those opinions are are based on so much incomplete information that 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 we Agreed. don't have. Um, because there's people that are saying, you know, the, the private ownership and, you know, when you go through sales, you know, thinking about, you know, Montreal is a great example. I mean, like they had so many question marks at the start of the season, um, you know, what, what was going to happen. So, so I get that. Um, I'll just say this. I have the utmost confidence in the man that is running the ship right now in, in Rick Lelisher, that that I have complete faith in him with his experience and his knowledge that whatever decisions that he makes, I, I'll back them because I believe in his abilities. To to say what I think there should be community ownership or private ownership, you know, it's it's just an opinion. What I all I know is what I want, and what I want first and foremost, I'm a fan of the league, mm -hmm. and I want strong viable franchises. I mean, like it's great to see what's happening in BC. It was great to see the uh, the um, um, the uh, new excitement or, or uh, renewed excitement for football in Toronto with with the uh, with what they saw. Uh, Montreal, it, it warmed my heart to see how many people were out for the Grey Cup parade. Yeah, uh, how exciting uh, you know that was. Hamilton is a great football town. You know, we know what Winnipeg, Saskatchewan are like, and and we need Edmonton to to be back in that again. I mean, first of all, winning cures a lot of problems. That's that's the number one thing. But you can't control that because the other guys they're getting paid too. So, you 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 can't control that. All I know is that I want, as a football fan, I want um, a strong league, and with strong, you can't have a strong league without strong franchises, and. I believe in the brain trust that the Elks have in place to be able to to make that happen with with Rick running running the ship. He he knows what he's doing. He does. Uh, 
Yeah. So whatever decision that they come up with, um, I will believe that it will be the best decision based on everything that they've looked at and everything that they have in place, whether it's private or whether it's it's community or a hybrid or some kind of whatever it is that that we have good people in place to figure it out. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I guess I, I did leave out one part of uh, Grey Cup weekend now that I think about it. We spent a, a good majority of, of Saturday uh, with the CFO of the Elks, um, Vanessa Potter. And um, what, oh man, she's an amazing oh, she's lady. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had so many good laughs with her. Um, and um, and so, you know, d- different views, right? Like you, you, you kind of, get a bit more information or you kind of go, okay, well, I didn't know that or, or those types of things. Like when, even when Rick was talking and he's like, you know, the, the slush fund is there, it'll get us through next year, but we're going to need some investment to get through from there. So, um, so the, there are people who know way more about the business of sport than I do. So, uh, and I, I feel like they, they, those two are people that know a lot more than I do. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, whatever it is they come up with just you know get a plan in place to to make it a strong viable franchise and it, because you can't put all your your your, your eggs in the basket of, of winning because right. uh, again like the, those other teams are getting paid too you know so they're they're going to go out and they're trying to win as well too that's 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 not a given um but create an atmosphere where people want to come out to commonwealth um to to have a party and stay for a football game and and hopefully be entertained and that that's the one thing that i enjoyed this year is that for the first time i went i went to the uh you know i went to the stadium and i went i'm not sure who's going to win this game it might be us it might be them <laughs> the last couple of years it's like it's well, gonna i'm gonna have a kooby burger and some <laughs> it's gonna be delicious and good so you know um but but you, you just want competitive games where you know your team has a has a has a has a chance to win. Um, but I, I think the the people that are in place. I mean, like, you know, Rick's been doing that for a long. I, I tell you that uh, it's actually a funny story. I sat beside him on the plane going to the Grey Cup in Regina. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I I didn't I didn't recognize him, and so like I was sitting in the aisle seat here, and he was sitting like right beside me. And so I look over, and here's this guy, you know, obviously wearing you know nice nice clothes, whatever. He's got a, a BC Lions pin. And I'm just like, oh, you work for the lines? And he's just like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, what do you do? <laughs> I didn't recognize him. He goes, well. And so anyway, his his wife pipes up and said, and uh, and it's oh, uh, why is his name escaping me? The quarterback last year, um, um, Nathan Rourke. Nathan Rourke. God, yep. I don't know why that name escaped me. Anyway, so I'm just like, oh, and, and who are you? And his wife pipes up. She goes, oh, this is Nathan Rourke. And without missing a beat, I love Nathan Rourke. Whoa, you took the loss hard. <laughs> <laughs> well done. He had a good laugh. He goes, well, actually, because I'm the president. I'm like, oh, my God, you're Rick Lowe. Sure, I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize. Like, how could I not recognize? But just, you know, when you're not expecting to see somebody in contact. So anyway, we kind of chatted a little bit on, on the plane ride uh, there. But that was yeah, that was the first time, my first meeting with, with Rick. But I, he, he the, the man has a ton of experience. Um, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. And I have. I have faith that the plan that they come up with will be the right one. 
Fantastic. Uh, and uh, here's your uh, uh, preview for two weeks from now when Rick Lawlicher will be on the show to chat with us. So make sure that you put that in your calendars now to join us on December 12th as well. Super fan, I, I, I know you, the, the, you have the, the, the deepest of um, knowledge of this team, right? Being community owned from, from day one. So t tell me how you're feeling about this. I'm of two minds about it. Um, like Jeff says, it's one of those things where if you're going to have someone picking the path for this, this team, then someone with Rick Lollisher's breadth and depth of experience is the guy you want in that corner. Right. Um, he was part of the team that picked Armar Doman for Correct. the BC Lions, and we can see how phenomenal that's been for that franchise and how they turn things around. My only worry is once you go private, you really can't control what happens after that. So you can get a great owner, but then after that person, who knows who the next owner could be, et cetera, et cetera. And for every Bob Young and Amar Doman we've had, there have been four or five um, the Gliebermans or um, the Federics in Calgary or the Pez in BC. There's been a lot of owners that maybe haven't had the best interests of the fans and the team in mind. So I am disappointed that we are finally giving up our community owned status. We've had it since, I mean, even before 1949, every team we've had has been owned by a community. Um, but at the same time, if we don't ha get money in and a lot of money in soon, there's going to be no team for us to cheer for. And obviously all of us want to keep cheering uh, for our team in the CFL. So if that's what it takes to make it happen, then let's make it happen. Yeah, I had uh, I had the question brought up to me a few times over Grey Cup weekend, mm. and my answer was, I'm sorry that it had to get to this point. Yes. But if we can get a good owner in, and honestly, at this point, I would rather have private ownership than no team. And 100%. that was that was my answer all the way around. Mm. Um uh, now, interesting comment by Rick <laughs> that, I, that I thought was funny, and I like the way he just throws it in and kind of snickers. But you know, oh, it was up to me. I'd just build a new stadium. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure like half the people watching are like, like, whoa, this really went. Uh, this this was even more than I expected. <laughs> like that was pretty okay. Um, and and I get it. I, I get the idea behind it. Um, I, I'm curious to know what happens now that they do this tarping of the top half mm -hmm. that is that is that does it get kind of the same effect as the new stadium for the time no. being or i don't i don't know like i i know it's not you know I, I it's not just about the seats fancy. though yeah it's about having those private boxes and having a lot more retail in the main level and so many other things that are bringing in money that's not just about having a thirty thousand seat arena right yeah so but he did say, you know, they 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 actually have talked to the city and they've talked about doing something. I don't know that they will, but there is, you know, there's conversations happening. So, because um, the one thing that the one thing the city doesn't want is they don't want their main tenant moving out of there either. So maybe no. there is, you know, maybe there is some work happening oh, nice. there, and 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 maybe that, you know, dropping that as an option, you know, 
then makes people go, oh, oh, maybe they aren't kidding or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of interesting. So uh, I just think that kind of uh, triggered for me a little bit to be like, mm -hmm. oh, I didn't ex I didn't expect that. I was I was prepared to say they're looking for possible owners and that was good. But I kind of kept going. I'm like, wow. All right. So lots of questions for two weeks time. Partner right. with true. local breweries. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Kayla's going to send in her uh, subliminal tape to uh, Rick. For, yeah. Partner local breweries. Yeah. But if we did have a wish list, a new stadium certainly would be. That, oh, that would be, yeah. I, the, Very only, nice. the only reason that I don't want that is. Is solely nostalgic for me. Mm -hmm. Commonwealth is where I saw my first football game. Commonwealth is where I've seen pretty much every uh, football game. Well, any, any any football game I've ever seen in Edmonton is where mm -hmm. I've that's where I've watched them. And it's it is yeah, it is purely a nostalgic thing for me that Commonwealth is is my church of football. And so it would feel weird to not be there. But, yeah, but yeah, you, I, yeah, the memories, the memories go with you. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm an Edmonton sports fan. I saw Gretzky hoist the cup at that. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, I I was lucky enough to be in that stadium when Edmonton won a cup and saw Gretzky hoist the cup. Uh, they don't play it there anymore, but you know what? I still saw it. Mm -hmm. I still saw it, and I still got that memory. And uh, so maybe, maybe someday I'll see another one hoisted. But uh, the same thing fair. with Commonwealth. You know, like. You'll still have all the memories, but uh, if it's done properly, we were, we just had a name change where that wasn't handled very properly, <laughs> and so I might be a tad sensitive about getting rid of things that I love that are nostalgic. That and it's, I mean, yeah. I'm the only one of here that saw it at two stadiums, um, being right. that I was at Clark. But when we left Clark, which held twenty some odd thousand, and went to Commonwealth, which held at the time forty two thousand, uh, and then up to you know. 65,000. <laughs> uh, it was one of those things that was like awe inspiring. So it would have to be, if it's a smaller stadium, something that really is going to blow everyone's minds. Um, yeah. There are a lot of people, it, make it closer to the field, make it, um, you know, more intimate that way, but keep that really wide concourse level, have some really mm -hmm. great things in there. Yeah. Have you, have you been to Winnipeg? Oh, oh yeah. that concourse is awful. Terrible. Oh, so small. Oh, oh, we yeah. saw Greg up there and it was oh. worse because it was, you know, 50,000 yeah. people crammed yeah. into that beautiful concourse. stadium. Great place to watch a game and the atmosphere is really cool. But that concourse yeah. is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> the the best part of the Winnipeg Stadium is that the Elks won the Grey Cup that day. That was the best part of it. <laughs> 2025, um, maybe. Yeah. 20. See, that's a good. I'm telling you. Good. Yep. It's good. I like the plan on this, but I. I, I do think that, uh, yeah, the, yeah, we need to have, like you said, Mike, if they're going to make it, then keep the, take the lessons from the other ones, right? Like yeah. I love the, the seating where you're, you're a little more up and over top of it and you're closer to the field and all like, love all that. Totally make sure on board. That we can still tailgate. Correct. Give us a tailgating mm -hmm. spot and give us a wide concourse so that we can have West of us and not trip everybody and all those types of things. It's very important. Um, and I'm sure they'll come to us for our opinion when the time comes. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think Why? we just, just watched this. Stadium floor and done all the work. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> We're breaking ground tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Perfect. We're all set to go. This this is this is what I like. Um, all right. Well, that uh, that wraps up that news because uh, I'm sure we'll have lots of it in the coming months mm -hmm. uh, where we will talk more about that. Uh, and again, when we have Rick on in a couple of weeks, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about tarping off. Uh, we're gonna talk about what it was like before and what the differences are now and and what the sporting world has changed um that he's seen from when he was president of the uh at the time eskimos and then president of the lions and that now back with the elks so um lots of things to cover when it comes to that so uh, Officer Jeff, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight to talk Grey Cup and talk Grey Cup Fun Police. Uh, and thank you again for all of your service because oh. you guys, uh, you, you four do make Grey Cup memorable. And um, I, I know we only did the Wandering Glens for one year. We, we really need to bring them back. But I, I got I know what you mean by that. You know, people are looking. They want to see the Grey Cup Fun Police. They wanted to see the Wandering Glens and and but the fact that you guys, you know, you keep doing it, you're you're there for the fans, you have fun with the fans, uh, you fed me more than enough sluice juice on Saturday morning, which I appreciate. Uh, but it was uh um, you know, thank you for all of that and thank you for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Um uh, thank you so much for having uh for having me and and for for us it's it's uh like I said, best job we don't get paid for, which is another, how much did the league pay you guys to do this? Click. Uh, <laughs> uh, if, if only, yeah. because yeah, it's, uh, yeah, everything's that we're, we're just, again, we're just. Oh, you know, had to jam out at one point, right? Yeah. Oh, there. Oh, okay. You're back? Come back there you go there he's back okay good yeah. okay good yeah either all three of you froze or i froze that was you. <laughs> i think, yeah, I think it was you yeah that was you yeah that's all right uh that's all good um but uh okay where does everybody find you online so they can follow uh all of your guys's shenanigans and, and connect with you more especially uh, as uh, they're coming to more elks games and things like that oh that's a good question what is our twitter handle gc fun police that's uh, the one yep I think <laughs> I mean, that's, that's where we're the most active i mean like we're on facebook and, and instagram but uh twitter is the is, is the main or x or whatever the heck it's called now uh, that, that's where we uh yeah still twitter that's that's where we uh that's where we're most active and, and have most of our interactions so yeah and and dm us if you want to get your application in. Fantastic. <laughs> i love it make sure you include when your birthday yeah. is that's a, <laughs> very very important uh speaking about the best job that you do that you don't get paid for yeah like we're all podcasters we totally get that yeah that's that's yeah. how this works wait we're not getting paid Correct. Oh, yeah. I just thought my check was delayed by six years. Super <laughs> delayed. I was I was waiting for my screen to just go black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so much the lights out. Exactly. Uh, Commissioner, where does everybody find you? On Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. <laughs> Perfect. Super fan. Uh, you can find me on most socials at Fifty Six Parkies, and then the uh, history and horde segments, uh, especially lately. It's been a, that yes. kind of time of year. Uh, you can find me at the Edmonton Football History account at EDMHISTORE. 
fantastic. Yeah, you can find me at Free Delicious and of course the show at the Turf District on all of your social media channels. Uh, make sure that you are connecting with us there so that we can, uh, you know, chat more football. And uh, as I said, there'll be lots coming in the next little while. Uh, make sure you're following our friends at Pay It Forward with Football uh, as yep. they continue to spread kindness and they will be getting ready for their next season for sure. So join along with all of their great things. Uh, and of course, uh, because we are on Edmonton Sports Talk, if uh, you happen to be checking it out on Friday morning between 9 and 11 on the Hangout, I will be hanging out with the guys uh, to talk Grey Cup and uh, Elks and uh, podcasting in general. So join us there if, uh, if you have the time on a Friday morning. Uh, I also want to give a little plug out. Uh, Janelle has uh, decided that we might have a little more fun with tailgating if we do just one final one before Christmas. Uh, so the general plan is December 17th from 3 till 5 p.m. Uh, at this point, there is no cooking, but we're working on it. We're going to see. Maybe we will have food, too. But at the very least, we are going to get a bunch of us together to hang out, uh, have some boozy cupcakes, and uh, share uh, some football stories before the, the wonderful holiday season. So join us on December the 17th. We will share more of that as we have more. Uh, if you're on YouTube Live, stick around for overtime. We'll go through a little bit more with the game and our Grey Cup experiences. Um, otherwise, like I said about 100 times, we will be back on December 12th. Uh, and we will be joined by the president and CEO of the Elks, Rick Lollisher. So make sure you join us 8.30 that night. Uh, for tonight, though, for Officer Jeff, Commissioner Kayla, and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you in two weeks.